You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. Oh, come on. Yeah. And the gang is all here for the after show for the game, season seven, seven, episode nine. I am your host, Fallon Mercedes, and it's so good to be back with everybody. All my beautiful hosts, please introduce yourself. Reunited and, and it feels so good. Hold on. Sexual chocolate. That's enough. That's enough. What's your name? I am Kevin John, and as you can tell, I am not a singer, but it feels so good it to be does. reunited with all of you guys. It really does. Hey, everyone. I'm Ashley Gray. Make sure that you follow me on Twitter at HeyAshleyGray and on Instagram at Nina Marie Gray. And to my left, <laughs> Wizip. It's me, Megan Thomas. <laughs> I'm so glad to be with you. Hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at MegScoop. And I am Brandon London. You can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at Cultured Athlete or the website BrandonLondonTV.com. And you can find me online at Fit with Fallon on Instagram, Twitter, and FitWithFallon.com for all your celebrity fitness news. Now, we have a big episode. I finally, I feel like it clicked for me now. I didn't understand why they rushed Tasha's pregnancy so drastically when we came back. But now I see it because it looks like she's going to go into birth this, this, right. in the next, um, the, the finale. Mm-hmm. What right. do you mean it clicks for you? It clicked for me. I could not no, understand, I, Brandon. On, Don't start fouling. That was not that good of an episode. Oh, I didn't say it was that good oh, of an episode. Okay, I'm just sorry. saying. I'm saying I understand now and because the sparks are flying already. They need. To <laughs> 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 you know, me and Kevin had such a good show last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. And, you know, yeah, we got yeah, love yeah. from the fans. <laughs> shout out to all the fans who were commenting and, and, and loving fans. us. Yeah. But like I was saying, Brandon, <laughs> yeah, right. it clicked for me because I couldn't understand when we came back why Tasha was out to here. She was like full blown pregnant. Oh, okay. But okay, I see okay, because okay. they had to rush the pregnancy so she could give birth for the last episode. But t- okay, this is what doesn't make sense to me because it wasn't the issue for me for her rushing the pregnancy. But the fact that from one episode to the next, they just went for a month her stomach was out here that's what the problem was mm-hmm. they for me it was always you should have said on the show she's been pregnant oh it's been four weeks since it since jason or four months since jason got in that car accident mm-hmm. not one month and her stomach is out to here mm-hmm. that's what the problem was for me and i'm surprised i understand that but i'm surprised i mean there's other women on the show who have kids who didn't kind of voice up but i guess they had to jump to this point now we see in this episode tasha is on the floor trying to put her baby crib together and it almost seems as if she's finally being um, okay that, you know, the baby's coming. She seems happy. I don't think I've seen Tasha this happy naturally. But we do see an issue. She can't get the damn crib together. Can't get it working. 
cannot. And she was all on this, I'm a woman, I could do this myself. I don't need no baby daddy. I don't need to figure out who the baby daddy is. But it seems as though she actually might need a baby daddy. Yep. She's trying to be hard all the time, say all that stuff. But now we finally realize what everyone has been saying to her already. You need to find out who this dad yep. is because this child needs a, a man in his right. life. Mm-hmm. A child needs a man in his life. There's nothing like, you know, and shout out to all the dudes. You know, I've had teammates. I've, I had friends who grew up without a father. But it's just something about growing up with a father. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like structure. You know, I love my dad because back then I used to think he was being so hard on me, waking me up at six in the morning and all that. But he was just trying to show me the way. He's trying to show me how life was going to be. And Right now, this kid doesn't have that type of father figure in her life right now. And Tasha's feeling it. She don't even have a crib. She don't even have a crib. (laughs) Where the baby gonna sleep? And it's funny because she said in previous episodes, you know, she'll just throw money. She can get anybody to do anything. But I think she's really coming to a point like, wait, you know, that's not the the responsible way to raise a Mm -hmm. child. You shouldn't, you know, get anybody, just anybody to to raise your child. They say, what is it, a community or? It takes a village. It takes a village village. to raise a child. And now I think for her, it's starting to click. This is, you know, the first go around, she was a teenager. And she probably had her mom and dad help her out with Malik. This time around, she's an adult and she doesn't have that same security as she did when she was younger. What do you guys think? I honestly think that this is really going to mature her out a little bit. And it's funny I say mature her when at she's 50 something. At 50 something. Now she's hey, mid 40s. We're always, there's always room for improvement. We're always developing as humans. We never are perfect. Well, there's a few of us that are perfect. Oprah. And John Legend, but everyone else is underneath <laughs> that. I have no John idea where John, I don't know where John Legend came from. <laughs> wow, we know he was listening to on the way here. Oh, I was listening to all of me on the way here, and just I love that song. I love it too. Um, so, anyways, not to get off subject, but no, I mean, um, we're all imperfect individuals, and we all know that if anyone in their fifties needs growth. It's I'm definitely saying 50, 40. she's mid 40. Yeah, that's the same it thing. No, it's not. 50 is the same. It's and a woman, not. And a woman, Don't do that to a woman. Don't age 40. her. I'm not aging. I'm not aging anyone. I'm just <laughs> saying high 40s. <laughs> High 40s, low 50s High is 40s, pretty much 50s. the same thing when it comes to women. She's mid 40s. Uh, are we really fighting over this? 40s, yes. 50s? It's, it's, but it's just it's like all. you fight over an athlete. When is an athlete too old or whatever? It's, you know, there's there's rules. There's levels to it. Well, well it, if you're Brett Favre, you're playing until you're 65. Okay, you know what? At any rate, um, like I was saying, I she, um, you know, Tasha obviously has a lot of maturing to do just as I, I feel as a person. I mean, I, she seems real inadequate and unequipped to raise a child. So I feel that, you know, this child experience may actually be a positive thing for her as she will um, accept accept responsibility and hopefully, like Brandon said, find the father because, man, that's an integral part of the family. Mm -hmm. And for her to just disregard that is beyond me. Ashley, what did you think when Tasha said it's a father who teaches her daughter her worth? I think it was true. I mean, she had a really valid point to what she was saying and it was absolutely accurate. Yep. Stop holding back, Ashley. I Come can't. on now. This I was in here last week. Come on, Ashley. This sh- it was boring. It's just like, <laughs> I just can't. It was, this episode was not as. But we're asking about how she's saying the, the all the stuff for the father part. Now's your chance to say no, girls really, are the ratchet girls are ratchet because they didn't have a father. Just say it. Come no, on. No, I don't believe that. No, I, I do really do think that mm-hmm. the father is an instrumental part 
to a family, but there are successful women who have raised a family without mm -hmm. a father. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, either way, even if Tasha does not decide to include Pookie or uh, the other dude in this child's life, I feel that she will be able to successfully raise an amazing young woman. One cool thing, Fallon, and it goes back to what you said about uh, how it takes a village to raise, you know, a, a child. You kind of saw that when everyone came over and they were helping her. But here's the thing: this is professional football. It's these same people are not going to be in the room. They're they're not going to be on the same team, let alone the the same apartment. And the next year, the year after that, the year after that. So there's not going to be any blue and care around for this baby. Malik will be around ish. Malik could go play for another team or whatever. There's going to be no Chardonnay because, you know, Jason's career is pretty much over. So she has to find out who this father is, who's the baby daddy, because... There is no community for her like there well, is. Well, besides them, besides it being professional football, they are a family. And I feel like each of their relationships have evolved into something more than just professional football associates. Like, but they're a where... family. And in real life, all families do not live in the same city. Families travel. Families have different professions that they have to go and be here and be there. Like, I'm in California right now, and my family's in Ohio. That doesn't disclude me from my nieces and nephews' lives. I'm still, like, a part of it. So you can't necessarily say they're not going to be there in a year because I do believe that they will be. But Ashley... That's your that's your family, family. That's your bloodline. That's but your there DNA. are a lot of These people that I, that are not blood that I consider to be family. Blood does not necessarily make you family because some blood mm -hmm. can do you worse than what a friend quote will do you. So you can't just say because we're not blood related that we are not family. I agree with you, Ashley. But um, kind of to what Brandon's saying, I think when you have a child, a newborn, you kind of need somebody physically there. So if they do move around, like for us, you know, we're, we're all transplants here. We're all, we all came to LA and I think we're okay. We're solid, even though our family's away because we're adults. I think when you're a child growing up, you need stability. You need a, a figure to, to constantly be there. And I think that's going to have to be Malik if Tasha doesn't bring in, you know, um, either of her potential baby daddies in the, the picture. So hopefully, you know, when Tasha has this baby, Tasha won't be the only one who will mature, but hopefully Malik will as well. Well, and I think she has enough money to get a nanny. Let's just be real. Mm. Like, you know, usually people with that much money, if you can live in a five-star hotel... As your actual home, you have enough money to get a but, nanny. But we're so not looking for a nanny. We're looking for a male. Uh, she can figure. get a manny. A manny. Gaylord Falker. There's still no guarantee that either one of the gentlemen that are supposedly the baby's father will be there consistently. So, right. and that's why I was, I was saying yeah. Malik. I feel like if anybody who's going to be consistent with their mom, mm. it will be Malik. So mm -hmm. hopefully he'll be consistent with his new baby sister. But Malik's on a, a brand new journey right now. Malik can end up in Tennessee. Malik can end it, up in but, Minnesota. True, but that doesn't location doesn't mean that you are excluded from but family. But I think Tasha will also relocate wherever her son goes. They're still attached to the she hip, even to. though right. you she know she's to. in a new phase in her life. Right, so. and she can always fly to him. You can fly to her. They, they got, got money. money. They got money. <laughs> they have money. Money, honey. They got but, money. But, but how cool is the part where everyone's giving them, uh, well, giving her gifts, baby shower gifts, where Malik gives her his mama 
The football, his first football ever. This his is what I was confused about. Ever. Now, I don't know if you guys uh, got this part, but she said that Pookie gave him his, that first football. And right. I think that's why she got emotional. But wait, so Pookie was there when Malik was born? Or did he receive they were the homies. ball later? Yeah, like, you know, they were Tasha and um, old Pookie were homies growing up. So oh, they grew up in the same okay. neighborhood. So when Tasha got knocked up that was still the homie it just didn't happen to be him okay. knocking up Tasha but I'm just saying from the athlete standpoint where it's like he gave his mom the first football just think about it I think of my mom she always says oh I was out there when you were a new Kent Falcon playing Pop Warner you know it was cold outside I'd rush you guys to get dressed and to bring you to the games and bring you to practice and all that but to be able to give your mom that football that's mm. awesome. I almost cried. I almost cried twice yeah. this show. <laughs> twice this show. That was one. We'll talk about the next one later. <laughs> oh, Lord. But that was, you know, that was huge. I thought that was a great scene. I thought that was, you know, a great a great part of the show today. Right. And, and I think it put into perspective, like, yo, I really do need to have a man here for this mm. baby. Even at the baby shower. Now, Kelly, who has been such a great supportive friend of Tasha's, we see her rubbing her feet and she gets a text message from Brittany. And, you know, Tasha's kind of like, wow, you've been here for me. And, you know, they're having this bonding moment. And uh, Kelly's like, well, wait, I just got a text message from Brittany. She's trying to buy a martini or something. Um, I have to go down because security's going to get her. Now, she brings Tasha down with her and surprises her with this baby shower and it was very nice because everybody was there but again she was still missing that baby daddy male figure that she needed no response (laughs) (laughs) we in agreement I think we're all just just, we just bored that, whole story, that whole storyline. They're trying to drag it See, out. Something's no, going to happen. I, I feel like, yes, it was a little boring episode, but I think these things were needed. You know, right. I think she had to have that epiphany. Like, oh, shoot, okay. I need to figure out who the male figure for my child will be before I give birth. And I think they, they set it up right. But I it's think sad they, it takes her that long to figure that out. She should have, from the moment she had the conception, she should have known at that point in time. But sometimes, I don't think for women, you realize, you know, I've had friends who, you know, until the baby comes out, they don't realize, oh, shoot, like, I just had a life, like, a life came out of me. You feel the baby kicking, but you don't really know what's going down until the baby's in your hands. So, I can kind of empathize with what she's going through. One storyline I still don't empathize or get is Malik and... And Yana. Now, Malik and Yana, they did the do, and they're working each other out, and they're just so infatuated, in love with each other. They have to have sex again. Now, in the midst of our The Game episode, it turns into love and basketball, where they have, uh, what song was playing? A woman's world. Maxwell, 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 the woman's world. And it started getting real oh, emotional. Oh, me. And Malik. That is not that y'all is not that playing. I can't hear. It was. And Malik, <laughs> while he was having sex, or should I say making love, making love, thank you, sheds a tear. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. I could not stop laughing. Why? Why, Why is he shedding a tear? Woman's word. Are you kidding me? It was hilarious. Wow. Are you kidding me? I was the first time felt love. Tell her. <laughs> love. <laughs> felt love. You okay. Know, he put his all in her. Literally. Everything. He Everything. felt love and with it. It was magical. It was a defining moment in his life. And he knew at that point in, at that point in time 
that he was making love. And this is and, what. Oh, go ahead, Fallon. He even pointed out while he was talking to the to the boys about his uh, interaction. He told the homies. He told the homies that he was in love, and he said, "This is the first Boom. woman that he's had face to face." Sex, sex with, with. and let Bam. me tell you, you humans, humans are the only species that can have face to face sex. No other species can. No other animal can. So Actually, there's just, some primates that do it nope. missionary. Wait, uh, excuse no. me, on Discovery Channel one time. No, they cannot. I'm telling you, I Ashley, researched it. Well, they wow. cannot Ashley, do face to face. Ashley, you should be upset, just like I'm upset right now that Meg Scoop at <laughs> Meg Scoop on Twitter.com. Would sit here and laugh at Malik for loving, for being in love. Now, now you women, no, you women always cry about all oh, these guys just trying to get the pains. Oh, he's just trying to smash. Yo, he's had all types of groupies. He's had busted marriages and all this stuff. He is finally in love. Uh, that's not what I was laughing and at. And you're laughing at him. No, I wasn't laughing him. about laughing love. At? I was laughing at the tear that was so gently was placed so on his oh, eyeball okay. right here. Oh, okay. So he could turn as the song was playing. So you're laughing that's at the effects, laughing. the production. Yes. Yeah. On how yeah. the tear was clearly right. induced by... Uh, <laughs> right. Because I thought well, I was going to have to go but, in just now. But you see, it's not about the fact that I look fake. It's what it symbolized. Mm-hmm. And it symbolized that this man was making love. And to piggyback off Brandon, men sometimes do get a bad rap for shooting our emotions, right. not being transparent or open with them. And there's no better time for a man to cry than when he's holding and inside the love of his life, truly feeling <laughs> Because he meant it. That was very he, drastic. On that note, we'll take a pause. We're, we're going to shoot to a commercial. We need to come back to this right. very uh, dramatic moment. We'll be right back. <laughs> My name is Yvonne Sarabia, and I am a home health aide. My credit score was very high. It was like 700 something. Then I had like a hiccup in my finances. Everything just crashed. But I don't crawl under a rock and cry. It takes baby steps to get back. So that's what I am doing. With American Express Serve, you have a full service prepaid account that helps you handle your money simply and affordably. There's no credit check. You can pay your bills online and reload cash for free at over 15,000 locations, all for $1 a month and all backed by the 24-7 service of American Express. This is what membership is. This is what membership does. Get started with an American Express Serve card at CVS Pharmacy or Family Dollar today. Terms and restrictions apply. Go to serve.com for more details. Stay at the wall, and in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience okay, so telling back. me I need a girl who's as sweet as we're a back, dove. For the gentlemen. first time in my life, I see I need love. There I was giggling about the I things that So we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure that you go to iTunes, rate, comment, and share. Give us five stars. Tell us your thoughts. Hit us up on YouTube. Hit us up on Twitter at AfterBuzz TV. And let us know what you're thinking, and we'll definitely shout you out next week. Now, what do you guys think about this whole Yana Malik situation? Do you think it's genuine? Do you think he's really in love? Or is he going to get past this and be on to the next once he's Uh back in the game? Because it looks as though he'll be back in the game soon. We see him playing a little ball with his uh, his fellow football players. Right. And his arm is looking pretty good. Right, right. But before we do that, let's go to YouTube. We thank you guys for commenting on all of our shows. On last week's recap, BlackRock316 said, Malik, um, I think what's going to happen to Malik is that he's going to continue to sleep with his trainer until they break up. 
I don't see them staying together for a long time because that's not a part of Malik's character. Mm. That's true. I love now. You're I, wrong. I do want to say something positive about this episode. I think that the scene with Yana and Malik was done very tastefully and classy. And it really, it was beautiful. Right. I mean, if I didn't know Malik and all his crazy ways, I would be like, oh, this guy is a really great guy. And the tear, even though we all laughed, I think that it was very sentimental and it was done well. I I think it's a little sad that Malik has been married before and he never experienced intimacy and love like this until Yana. I think that's a lie. I think that he has So you think it's, you think it. it's okay to be married to somebody and not make love to them? He said this is the first time he's made love. Well, in his situation, he had a Kardashian-type wedding. Like, it was all for the cameras and stuff just because it was Robin Givens, right? Yeah, but what I'm saying, that's sad. If you can be married to a woman, you, you made that vow and you never made love to your wife? That's sad. Well, yeah, that is that is sad, but that's where entertainment is leading these celebrities and stuff these days where marriage is a business proposal. It's a business arrangement more than just you actually marrying <laughs> someone for love. But the homies found love now. And it's not official. It's really not official until your boys are ragging on you until you're in the locker room or and everybody on the team is making fun of you and stuff and you, <laughs> and you just kind of play it off and you profess it that... You know, yeah, I made love to her. I did a face-to-face, you know, the first girl in a long time. That means he really likes her. But you know what? It's hard for me. It's hard for me to really feel that Malik is in love. Because if if he has never experienced love, then what? This could just be lust. This no. is this could all, just be like something. I'll actually, say this. That's why I'm gonna need not all y'all to jump on me like that. Okay, <laughs> one at a time. Okay. One at a Lady, time. We trying to be congenial and cordial up in here today. Okay. So thank you. So anyways, <laughs> and I was just rapping for you too. Um, so anyways, um, to kind of piggyback off what Brandon said. A man can tell a woman anything, especially a lot of times a man will tell a woman things that she wants to hear. But if a man goes to his boys. Now that validates the statement. But you see, like it, it no was, other. If he goes to his boys and validates. says, "Yo, I love this girl," mm-hmm. and looks them all in their eyes, despite the fact that they make fun of him, fun they may of condemn him, him. Mm-hmm. they may ostracize he him, is over whatever. Okay, he did it because we both know the bro code, and we yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm spitting you. This is this is the truth. And anyways, I'm just saying that I feel that it's genuine, it's authentic because. Other way, he cried and he told his boys. What else do you need? What Fallon, else do you come need? on, Fallon. What come else on, do you Fallon. need? Come on, Fallon. What do you need? A I, ring? I need more than Fallon. just you I, smashing me. I, tell me that you're in love I with me. Like, I, he was making love. Hold on. I agree okay. with both of you guys, but I also know, especially in that type of field, you can, you know, feel like you're in love and then, you know, you oh. realize later on it's, it's not you. You you sometimes you get infatuated or connected. What I, I'll know it's real love with Malik when he gets back in the game. The thing is, is that when her. you are having sex or making love with someone, whatever you want to call it, you're gonna have this physical connection. You're gonna have like no matter what. So I feel like Malik was really feeling this girl, and this is the first time that Malik has actually been feeling someone to want to make love to her, want to have sex with her with mm-hmm. the lights on. And then he's like, man, this must be love because I never felt this before. Mm-hmm. When in all actuality, it's probably not love. You just never felt this before. Brandon, uh, let me uh, ask you this. Have uh, you ever... Uh-oh, here felt, we go. 
you know, um, you, you felt like, okay, this could be the one during your off season or a, during a time or of injury her. or during, <laughs> or during a time of injury. That. And then when you got back to Canada or you got back to wherever you were playing ball, you were like, ah, no, no, no. I was just distracted. It was a love. It's, it's a thing where it's, it's a thing where it's like this. It's like this. And this is, I'm speaking, I'm speaking. We already know. For myself and for a lot of people out there, period. Once you have sex with a woman and you still want her around and you still like her and that's how you know you like her. What? Because you can spend all this time chasing, you can spend all this time chasing a woman and all that and you don't, and, and you guys don't have sex with each other. But then when you have sex with her and you still want her around and you feel as though you still like her, that's how you, you know that's you like, like her. That's like so backwards. That's not so backwards. It's so backwards that's because so clearly, backwards. usually when you have sex with somebody and you kind of like them already, you don't like them even more because you're like, yes, now we get to do physical you know stuff. That is so funny you said <laughs> Thank that. you. That I'm is, right though, Fallon. Am I you. right, Fallon? Come on, Fallon. Come on, Fallon. Come on, Fallon. Fallon. Right, Fallon. She, Come on, she Fallon. banged on me just so, now. No, no. Come on, Fallon. Hey, I hate getting personal on reveal. here. Girl, reveal. reveal. You know, you know these fans love you. My Fallon. boyfriend told me, "You know how I know I love you? Because I always want you around." Damn. But okay, that but doesn't, doesn't mean anything. Right. anything. That so, does not mean anything he at all. You can still, longer than me. You can still, <laughs> you can still <laughs> want someone around, so, and that's nothing. I no, guess I, I can. I, I can. I, I can do agree. understand I what actually, Brandon's saying. For once in my life, I will agree with Ashley on that. I think that for you know, just because. You want someone to continuously be around even after you make love and stuff doesn't necessarily, um, you know, signify that you're in love with them or that you do love them. It just means that this is somebody whose company I enjoy, whose companionship I enjoy. And that actually sounds like a codependent statement. It's like, oh, I always no. want this person around because I know they're going to be there and the sex is good. Ashley, this is 2014. I, this is this And is, that is exactly. Okay. It's 2014 okay. and sex isn't what it used to be. Thank People you. smash the Damn. homie just to smash the Damn. homie. Then the homie becomes a boyfriend and a girlfriend smash and then we the break homie. up. But then we smash again, and then we back together, and then we smash, and then we smash, and then we smash. I'm not talking about that. Oh, I love that. you now, nah, my dude. You don't love me. It's lust. She just came from I don't know what story. Saying, that's that's chapter five of her biography right there. That's chapter five of her book, The Life and Times of Ashley. Right? I agree. No, but here, let's let's break down this character. Let's break down who Malik is. Let's because I want you. I want y'all to really understand this now. It's too hot. I need y'all to really. I get it. I think I believe. I truly believe. Before because I know we got to move on, but I will say that I do believe that Malik is in love with this girl. But I don't think. I think something's gonna happen where either Yana. It you goes predicted back. something, right? Yeah, I think Yana's gonna go back to being um, a lesbian, and I don't think her and Malik are gonna work out. And I think he's gonna be destroyed because this truly is the first time that he is in love with this girl. Because for Yana, he could just be the rebound, and when you get the rebound, you think you're in love. So, because okay. you have to remember what Yana always said. She said this was a business deal for her. She's trying to get her her uh, fitness videos up, and she needs somebody to endorse them. So Yana's a smart chick. I don't I don't think she's using him, but she is using him. You know what I mean? I believe she made that may have been her intention initially was to yeah. use him to promote herself, her brand, and stuff. But. I think along the lines of that intention, you can still fall in love. Sometimes you can't help the heart mm-hmm. or help the emotion. And even though that was her initial intention, she could still fall. I'm for just this saying. Girl. I just think just, Malika is a rebound for Yana. 
Whoa. I think, and I think he, we're going to see that because his feelings are going to be so hurt. So maybe oh, it's Mono true too. love for Malik, yes. but a rebound for Yana. You guys right. out there watching, let us know. Is Malik the rebound? And do you think he's really in love? And right. shout out to Crazy Freddy all the way from Boston, who's always been supportive of me and After Buzz. Thanks for watching. I, I just got hit up on Instagram. Like, I'm watching you guys. So, yeah. Crazy Freddy. Crazy Freddy in the building in Boston. <laughs> yeah, in Boston. Boston Street. Strong, by the way, we look at uh, big ups to Boston yes. for overcoming the one year anniversary yes. of the bombing. Yes, Boston strong. Go Celtics. Red Sox. Go ahead. All right, so let's yes, Celtics. Patriots. Patriots <laughs> too. Playoffs. So okay. let's move on. They're to not the Sabres and Kelly and Jason. How do we feel about their relationship? Let's let's go to Blue and Kira. Do you okay. want to go to them first? Yeah, yeah. Um, We see, you know, Kira is at the baby shower and she's being, you know, supportive and. Um, Kira, you could tell she's young because she always brings it back to herself. Right. Whenever she's, you know, talking about somebody else, we see her trying to be supportive of Tasha. But then, then again, she brings it back to herself and she wants to bring up the kind of fight that she had at the baby shower with her and Blue. Now, Kira just got an, a great audition, a big gig, but it turns out, you know, this new acting role in a Woody Allen film is going to, um, place her in Miami for six months. Now, we know that Blue and Kira just moved in together. So, Blue did not seem so happy about this um, this big gig. And he wasn't happy with the fact that she didn't even ask him, do you think that Blue should have been aware or that Kira should have asked Blue if she could take the gig? Well, in a relationship, I feel like it, uh, communication is the key component. So, it's not about asking permission. It's about sharing your life with your significant other. Right. I think that's where the 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 bridge was not built. She just was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I got this role. I'm going to go. And Blue seemed like he didn't know anything about it once she made the announcement at the baby shower. It's the thing of him being a, a extra controlling athlete. Mm-hmm. Somebody who wants, oh, where you going, girl? Who you, who you with? What you doing? Hey, what you got on right now? She can't go somewhere for six months. If he had to go somewhere for training for six months or he had to go somewhere for, you know, rehab or whatever, he would expect her to understand. He Mm -hmm. would expect her to, you know, let him go and not, you know, give her a big fuss, not give it, not have her give him a big fuss about it. I think it's that pride factor that he had to learn he had to learn <laughs> in the manner he did you two are hot over there huh? all right. I'm burning up I'm burning take it all like I'm in oh, hell right. well I'll say this I do think I don't think that that um, Blue is prideful well, not so much in this situation. I think it really is like, yo, you're my girl. We live together. You had no, you didn't even give me the honor of telling me that we are going to be, you know, like yeah, you're going to be yeah, gone for six yeah. months. I think that's, yes. that's a real issue. There was no communication there and she treated him like he was a roommate. She yeah. called him a roommate. And but that the thing is, is, I think that Blue was only upset because Kara did not share the information. Blue wasn't upset about her leaving. Blue was upset that he did not know. Right. And I feel like if Blue had the opportunity to go to training or he got drafted to some other team, whatever, he would share that information with her. Actually, I feel like Blue would share. He would be that she would be the first person that Blue would share it with. Right. I can understand both sides of the situation. Um, kind of like what Brandon was saying. You know, you have 
have an athlete who is used to being the star and having all eyes on them and what they say goes. But then you have a woman who is not just your regular trophy wife. She has a career. So for her, you know, I think she probably was scared to tell him because she knew how he would react. I honestly believe if she did call him and say, hey, Blue, um, aren't you happy? I got this role and I just want to let you know I'm going to have to relocate for six months. I still think he would be upset because the man still wants to feel like the man in the relationship and he wants to have the control. And I think as a woman, you know, sometimes it's hard to give up that control when you're trying to chase your dreams and follow your dreams. A lot of times you'll see women who have careers are who are in the limelight and they date somebody else who are also in the limelight their their light kind of fizzles it kind of because it's it's a struggle relationships are hard as it is but then you got both people trying to be and that's i i personally think that's why so many celebrity couples break up it's just it's already hard trying to share roles and trying to compromise then you got the world looking at you so it's 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 hard regardless so i understand both situations and in in and in this case like you said earlier she's still young Mm -hmm. you can see that he has or he's trying to invest more in this relationship than she is she kind of almost like you say it's calling him the roommate and all this is kind of a a, a lackadaisical thing Mm -hmm. to her and i don't think it's as it means as much to her as it means to Blue. And that's where the problem is I going agree to with lie. you because Blue has had this success. I think it's past his rookie year now, right? Going into oh. his second okay, season. Okay, so he's used to the fame. He's used to the... Now, she hasn't had fame for... Real fame for a while now. So this is her first big role. This right. is a Woody Allen feature. So she's probably thinking, oh, I'm good. I don't need you no more. But I bet you, you know, previous to this, she was probably more um, willing to listen to what he says mm-hmm. and uh, respect him more because she didn't have her own. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. come on now, come on now. That this this is this is going to cause a whole bunch of problems, and I hope it doesn't get to the point where he's oh you can't go you mm-hmm. pick the role or me because if you do that you're a chump dude but you you're know what chump. guys do that guys do that you can never give yeah I, I know I know what you're saying B and I support you on that but at the end of the day that you know that's a cop out when, when when Blue got with Kira when Kira got with Blue. They both they both know the careers of each other. They both know the career demands of each other. They they knew that there were times when one would be away. It's inevitable in being a professional athlete or professional actress. So it's unfortunate that it happened right now at this point in time in their relationship. But I think you kind of sign up for that when you get with you somebody do. that does it. I'm not saying it makes it easier, mm-hmm. but that's what you're, it comes with the territory. Yeah, you, you know. Do. And then on top of that, he's about to start the season. We, I mean, yeah. we're not sure yeah. what, but I'm pretty sure part of that six months he's going to be playing football. So is it really that big of a deal? No. But Damn. I think we needed this. I think Blue and Kier, we've been complaining, you know, this whole season, their relationship is so boring. So now things are going to turn up, especially for next season. We're going to see, I think the true test of a relationship is distance. If you can overcome distance, then I think it's smooth sailing. Child, ain't that? 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 That is, I got to clap up for that. Truth, it's true. It's yeah. You can overcome mm. distance. So the, they're, they're, this relationship, moving in, that's cool. It, it's it's easy to be under um, somebody every day. But when you're apart, can you still be faithful? Can you right. still trust each other? Mm. Will Ooh. distance make the heart grow fonder? Ooh. We'll have to wait and see. That's a lot of FaceTiming right there. Huh? A lot Skyping? of FaceTiming. I'll, yeah. I'll be up in Canada and she'll be, where, oh, oh, that's rough. That's rough. That's right. Yep. Well, it it can strengthen a relationship, or it can be the the nail in the coffin, one or the other. I mean, obviously, I think it'll they'll stand the test of time because Cure and Blue seem to get back together regardless of what happens. (laughs) But um, but yeah, no, I, I I agree. Either that. Or recovering from infidelity. I think those are the two main things that can test the strength of a relationship. Right. Yes, I agree. Kind of like, a, like, like Chardonnay, Jason, and oh, Kelly. Great segue. Perfect. We were, I know, Ashley. We sync, Ashley, so. yeah. <laughs> Ashley, you, you were speaking of it oh, earlier. Okay. What were you going to say about Chardonnay and Kelly? Um, well, I did enjoy the conversation that Chardonnay had with Kelly. I feel like it was very adult, and both women allow each other to speak. And even though Chardonnay had her classic Chardonnay sass, I really feel that she got the message through to Kelly, and Kelly truly appreciated how the conversation went. And I applaud both ladies for not fighting and getting ratchet. Right. Well, how come every time Brandy or Chardonnay or Moesha, every time she wants to, <laughs> she wants to say something, she'll go, Did you say Moesha? She, she snaps her, her, her tongue a- and goes, because that was that. You, that, you that, look, you look slow. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I want to know slow. what's the point. Why does she do that? Because that's part of her that's character. A, that's her character. That's that Meisner technique. That's, that's who she is. I feel like every Fine. individual on the face of this earth has a special thing that they do that's really specific to them, and that's Chardonnay's thing. But was the white girl comment was that necessary? No, but she she, said it. she, she addressed it. She said, "Why did I just call myself black and you white?" Yeah, I don't know, but I think that's what we do. I think in this this show it's just the obvious mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. every time we see them on screen even if you don't admit it you say that's the white girl that's the black yeah. girl that's the mm-hmm. ex-wife mm-hmm. that's the new yeah, wife so out. it just it, it was the obvious coming out but what I do like that Kelly even though she kind of came at her Chardonnay came at her she was respectful but kind of like feisty and a little mm-hmm. you know she still Gave it back to her in a respectful way. It was like, you know, I apologize. You know, you're right. You know, she just... Kelly, she's a stand-up woman to me. She has her man's back, but also she's not going to go out and be truly disrespectful to his new wife. Okay. Hold on, wait a minute. She has her man's man's back. back. That ain't her man. Oh, my bad. Her her baby daddy's back. So, asking you three ladies, if you three ladies were Kelly Pitts... And you had, you know, your Jason, who's now with the Chardonnay, and she invites you to the wedding. Are you going? Would I you think, go to the I wedding? I think you go. As, as Kelly Pitts, yes. You go. You're not friends with Chardonnay. Why would it, you it doesn't matter. It's, You're it's, friends it's with being, her husband. It's to be in support of your yeah. family. Right. Kelly always said, even what? when she she said she gave that dude money, it's because she's always going to be attached to Jason because of their, their, their family, regardless right. if they're married or not. So I think she should go. Family's family. <laughs> I feel that if the invitation is completely genuine and sincere, then I will accept because that's the respectable, polite thing to do. However, if it was the opposite, 
it, I'd be like, no. Or I might just show up to cause a scene. So do you think it's sincere oh. the way Chardonnay <laughs> invited her and said, I, I want you to come so you can see me and Jason jump the broom? And uh, given Chardonnay's character, yes, definitely. That's I mean, she, I think no, that I was so disingenuous. No, I it do was not. Genuine. I think that it was, was genuine, no. but it's like... It was a little stab. Yeah, it was like, was yeah, little, love yeah but Kelly. that's her. Like, she's going to give a little stab because that's just Chardonnay. But I feel like Kelly accepted because she was like, okay, that's just Chardonnay. Whatever. Right. And, and, and it also, if you notice, Kelly gave Chardonnay a little jab. She was like, y'all really going to do that? Yeah. Talk about jumping the broom. That is so a that was, tradition. Right. So that was kind of like, and then she was Even like, oh, I okay, I mean, my, you know, if that's what y'all want to do. So it, it went both ways. Mm-hmm. No, it was I think so. It was. It, it was. Because she was like, y'all about to jump the broom. Like, that's lame. So let's no. go to, let's go to predictions. Do you guys predict that Kelly is going to let Chardonnay? And now, you're after Buzz. Do you think Kelly and Chardonnay will be friends after all of this? Friends define friends because that's a loose term that we all use. Do you think they're going to be Tasha Mack and Kelly Pitts friends? No. No, they'll be associates, a.k.a. friends with the air quote. Like, yeah, hey, girl, but not genuine friends. No, they're never going to have that genuine relationship. If they were to hang out, Kelly Pitts would wait for Chardonnay to do something, something sneaky, something yeah. shady, go behind her go behind her back and tell Jason I don't think so. anything and everything. I don't think so. Yeah, right. She I still so. wants to be part of the family. I don't know. I think there's a possibility that they actually could be friends because these women showed themselves to be very mature because that, that is a very mature thing to do to go to somebody's, to go to your ex's wedding mm-hmm. and see him with his new wife. That is a very mature thing. But I will say my prediction for TT, I'm so glad he didn't commit suicide and, <laughs> um, Tasha stopped him in the nick of time. But I think he's going to get like a new renewal on life once he sees this new baby come. And he's going to be like, that was stupid. I'm going to fight for my cluck truck business and he's going to build an empire. Do I really have, do we really have to comment on his storyline? Yes! No, because suicide is serious. Okay, I understand. It is. Well, actually, speaking of suicide being serious, why were the people (laughs) taking him on to they do that. At UMass, remember at UMass yes, when the Red Sox won, somebody was standing on top yeah, of the and cafeteria. They told him to jump. And because they were telling this him to day and jump. Age, people will do anything to and, record and it on video. Say. They were probably videotaping it. You know, get, it's just, uh, Mon- so. monetize the YouTube video. Monetize, I'm gonna make right? money off this. Exactly. Of trying to get on Anderson Cooper. Brandon, what's yeah. your prediction? Uh, I'm, I'm not commenting on TT. I'm hoping and I'm praying now that you opened up my eyes to it. Man, I hope Malik doesn't fall in love and Yana breaks his heart. I really hope so. And you guys can, you guys tell your little personal stories. That story I didn't have no personal story that home. I told tonight. That touches home. That touches home for yeah, me. I hope he doesn't fall in love again. Smash the predict- homie, then get back, and then smash again, and then get. I was like, wow. You, I was predict- chapter five of your book. Only um, new. I predict Malik will um, get his heart broken eventually. Yeah. I predict that um, both men next episode will be at the delivery room when Tasha gives birth. Both uh, Rick Fox and Pookie. And I think it's going to be until they deliver the baby and one looks like the other. They're, yeah, they're gonna see if it's Rick Fox here or it's gonna be uh, Pookie type. You can't, hair. and you can't tell. I think you won't yeah, be able to tell. It's a baby. It's hard to tell. Not brand you know, new, you. out the womb. No, I yeah. think. Yes, I think you can. that I you think can. if it's Rick Fox uh, baby, then it's gonna be like straight, kind of like and a it's straight. gonna be long. Yeah, and that's, that's a lie. lie. But that is such a lie. But yeah. I'm just saying My for I'm saying long. for the sake of the storyline and for the show, he's gonna come out with a little curly fro, a Jerry curl. Watch. 
Yeah. It is the game. It will be the game. Season seven, episode ten. Who knows with that baby? Baby, come Finale. out with a jumper. Who I also, knows? I also predict that Kira and Blue will end this season upset at each other because I believe Kira is gonna go ahead and go on to Miami and not really look back whether Blue likes it or not. I think um, Jason is going to kind of step up and um, you know marry Chardonnay, and Kelly's just gonna have to get along with it. What One prediction each. Do I really got to make oh, a damn. prediction? Oh, damn. I'm sorry. I, I said a whole bunch of predictions. <laughs> uh, gosh. What Come is on, my... man. See, the thing is, everything in this season is so predictable. That's so it's predictable. It's like that, you know, it's... it's you know what? This is what I'll go say. Go left field. Go left field with your prediction right now. Left go field. Left Can field. I go over the left field fence? Go yes. Kevin Be- Go Kevin John with this one. Go Out of the park. Kevin Hit John. it out of the park. Yeah, okay, I'm going to grand slam this. Okay. So, I love all the baseball references. <laughs> so, even though it's a football show. Let's... Okay. All right, so <laughs> Ashley's like it's getting hot. Okay, okay. 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 <laughs> Y'all, I just love these people. I really do. Okay, so, shit. Okay, sorry. So my prediction. I'm sorry. My, Go ahead, Ashley. Cut them off. My Go. prediction is that Malik is is gonna basically un- unload his, his love. He's gonna he's going to open up his heart. And he that was over is, the park that we already know. He already uh, told me. Y'all prediction said Ashley go. is going to you fall know what? in love. I'm gonna go left her. field with this all the way. I predict, go right that, field. I, I just I went predict that TT is the baby's father. <laughs> Bam. Down. That's why he didn't commit suicide. He's going to take Tasha to the hospital. As soon as that baby pops out, he's gonna look just like TT with the eyes. And then they're gonna take a DNA test and it's gonna be TT's baby. You are funny, you guys out there watching. <laughs> Comment on YouTube. Tell us what wow. your prediction is. Who do you think the baby daddy is going to be? And just to let you know, next episode is the finale, and we will have Jay Ellis, Mr. Yes. Blue. Don't tell him what? yet. She's a secret. No, they got to tune in. Now it's she not a joking. secret. She was joking. Why Cause why? It's supposed to be a secret. Uh, but no, I can't. Why well, that's not a secret now? I can't. I, I, Kevin. I can't. Yeah. Where can we find you? Where can you find me? You can find me here at AfterBuzz Studio every Tuesday night. You can also find me on Twitter at Hey Kevin John, Instagram Hey Kevin at, at Hey Kevin John, and on Facebook Kevin John Peters or my website it's KevinJohn.com. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? You can find me on Twitter at Hey Ashley Gray and on Instagram at Ashley Nina Marie Gray. And I'm at Fit with Fallon on Instagram, Twitter, and FitWithFallon.com. I'm Megan Thomas. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Meg Scoop, like Scoop of Ice Cream. And I'm Brandon oh London. Twitter, Twitter, and Instagram <laughs> at Cultured Athlete and Brandon London TV.com. And we, wow. we are having too much fun. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! Oh. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.